Welcome to our Strength in Business podcast, and welcome back to our amazing interview series. My name is Chris Rock, and I'd like to start with a shout-out to all our listeners and subscribers from all around the world. Thank you for your awesome support. I value and appreciate you very much. If you want to connect, post questions, or simply share your biggest marketing challenges, feel free to join us on Facebook at Strength in Business or Twitter at Chris Rock. Today's topic is all about business rescue, that is, business turnaround operations, to be more precise. Before we dig into this subject, I'd like to introduce my amazing guest today. Travi Lim from Adelaide in Australia is a businessman, pharmacist, entrepreneur, philanthropist, coach, mentor, author, and speaker. He went from working over 80 hours a week as an employee to now an owner of over 15 multi-million dollar businesses in less than seven years. But here's the thing. Travis started his journey seven years ago with nothing and worked over 80 hours a week and held 15 jobs in one year alone. As founder and CEO of BusinessRescue.com, he specializes in helping turn businesses around and grow companies to the next level. Trevi is a passionate mentor and teacher who wants to show people how to achieve financial freedom for their business. He's also a director at at Universal Charitable Fund, a simple and cost-effective way to provide practical support and encouragement to local charities, doing a terrific job in helping people in need, both in Australia and overseas with a particular focus on orphanages in third world countries. Welcome, Travi. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you, Chris. After that introduction, it feels like I, I have a halo on top of my head. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead with our interview. I'm looking forward to this. Thank Travi, you. It's my pleasure you're... to be here. Trevi, your your journey started seven years ago from basically, let's call it ground zero. You worked 80 hours as an employee for 15 businesses, and today you own that same amount, that same number of businesses. How on earth have you done it? How did you accomplish all this? Wow. You know, look, I I didn't even take the time to think that I – you know, the amount of businesses I work for, I own the same amount now. I actually own a bit more, but I've lost count at 15. So, uh, well, how I did it, well, I, when I started, uh, I started at age of 21. I came out of university, and I said, look, I'm going to conquer the world. I'm going to make a ton of money because I want to retire young so that I can do something which I love most, which is playing computer games. <laughs> you know, that, that, that was my inspiration, you know, <clears throat> many years ago. And I, you know, I, I just thought it was naive. You know, I think now I think back, it's very naive. However, that's what I had before, and I didn't know any way to do it except by working hard, and that's what I did. I worked very, very hard, and I still remember the years where I was working 80 hours a week, and all my friends used to laugh at me. You know, oh, Trevi, let's go out party this weekend. And I said, like, can't I got to work? And when I look back now, you know, now nowadays when I ring up my friends for a cup of coffee or for lunch, they're busy working. And I'm glad that I'm in a position that I do not have to work anymore, you know, if I choose to. But I still love working. I love helping people with their businesses so I can help them achieve financial freedom. And uh, all I did was basically I had to learn a lot 
through the hard the hard way. I had to. I, the reason I worked so many jobs was because I wanted to learn from people. I didn't have a mentor. My dad died when I was 16 years old, and I didn't have a father figure. And I had to learn everything the hard way. So I just basically went around. You know, I just offered to help some people in their in their in their pharmacies, and sometimes I asked not to be paid for because I wanted to learn. And I thought, you know, if I don't learn anything good from them, at least I learned something which is bad and not to do that in the future. And that's what I did. I learned what a lot of things not to do rather than the things to do. And over the years, you know, I, I looking back now, I wished I knew a different way, and that was to go find a mentor, find a business coach, and get them to teach me. You know, I'd rather pay them 100 bucks, $200, $300, whatever it is, pay them. So that would shorten my years of pain of five years working that in the grind. So mm. look, you know, I, if any one of you is in business, I would highly recommend you get a business coach because that will cut the amount of time you have to do, you know, the, the hard yards. And I made a lot of mistakes. I mean, I made a ton of mistakes myself. Uh, I've, I've lost a lot of money uh, in some cases, and I've made some good money as well. But that was all learning experience, and that was all through trial and error. As I said, I don't recommend it anymore for anyone else. Tell me, what was that cutting-edge experience that drove you so far? That made, yes, you, uh, that made I, you say, I want to look forward. I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to belong to the 99%. I don't want to be vanilla shake. I want to be different, and I want to do my stuff, and I want to become financially independent. Yeah, so that comes to a very interesting question because I was at my rock bottom at uh, age of 21, uh, when I, you know, and I, I had a five-year relationship and that fell apart. And I, you know, I have all this time on my hand. I said, look, you know, I'm going to do something in my life. I was in a very bad state. I was sad. I was depressed. And I said to myself, look, I'm going to do something different about it. And I went about reading about uh, knowledge. And I actually, one of my friends brought me to a network marketing business, which I had no idea what it was. And all I did was say, look, it was a business. It's $200 to sign up. I said, I'm it. And in the network marketing business, you know, I didn't sell a single thing. <laughs> I sold nothing. <laughs> I approached many people. I sold this. But one thing it did teach me was self-development or personal development. And the first book I read was Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm sure most of our listeners would know what it is. Mm. And through reading that book, that's an interesting book because all it did was open my mind to possibilities. It didn't teach you any strategies. All it said was, go get yourself financially educated and make some money. And oh, that's all I did. All I did was read, I read a lot of books. Uh, I, 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 I spoke to a few people which could, talk, could teach me some tricks uh, and, and insights to making money. And at the, end, at the end of the day, I realized it was just all about mindset. And that was it. Very simple mindset. And to, to today, I credit that book to be my life changer in my life. Uh, you know, as I said, I didn't have a dad when I was young. And I, that book was my dad. And that's all I had. And I've, you know, till today, I have a lot of students. I have a lot of uh, managers. And they're very young. And I tell them, look, if I can tell you there's a book that made me a million bucks, would you read it? And they would say, yes, I would do it. And I will buy them the book. I'll buy them the same book, Reach That Poor by Robert Kiyosaki. And you know what's the biggest problem? Most of them do not read it. I told them, I guarantee you, by reading this book, in five or ten years' time, you will make a million bucks. You will be a millionaire. 
And I can tell you now, probably two or three people actually read it. And the same two or three people who read it, you know, three, four years later, they are on their way to financial freedom. And I'm happy for them because I know they don't have to go through the hard way I have to do it. And, mm. you know, they've cut a shot. And mm. I, I'm, I'm grateful for that book. And even till today, uh, I... I I speak very highly of Robert Kiyosaki. I've never met him in my real life, but I'm in a fortunate position where I'm in a partnership with one of his best friends, uh, Blair Singer, which is also a Rich Dad advisor on Rich Dad Poor Dad. And I told Blair about uh, a few weeks back, I said, look, Blair, can you please tell Robert this when you do see him, that thank him for his book because through his book, my life is not possible. And with my life, I'm teaching all other people to make better with their life, with what they've got. And so thank you so much for that. If you're listening to this, Robert, so thank you. Um, I adore Robert Kiyosaki because uh, I studied accounting and controlling. One of my my university degrees was in uh, controlling. The other one was in marketing. But here's the funny thing. I never understood what this, the whole theory was, was all about. And years later, I read Robert Kiyosaki in the first time was the first time that I understood controlling. And I said, okay, now I understand what I did all those years in university. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, there's uh, one thing that um, I love about uh, Art, Art Williams said it right. He's a, he's a billionaire and um, former uh, football coach. And he said, you can do 99% of the things right in business, and yet, if you don't possess what I call that winning edge, that mental toughness, folks, it's impossible to win. What makes you different from other business experts? Do you have this mental toughness, as Art Williams calls it, or is it something different? Well, look, I came out from pharmacy school. I knew nothing about pharmacy because I spent my years in pharmacy playing computer games. Uh, I have no training in business. Business is basically very simple. You know, there are days where you will be almost crying, and there are days which I cried in business, and there's many days which I will give up. The, the trick is do not ever give up. The minute you give up, you become a loser. Mm-hmm. And if you make mistakes, you lose money, it's just a learning curve, and you just learn from it. It's a feedback. It means what it does, it does something wrong. And that's life. Life teaches you what is right or wrong through results. And if you can take the result and make it something good and learn from it and learn from it quickly, and most importantly, don't make the same mistakes again. Mm. <laughs> you know, that, that, you, that is the trick in business. And, you know, business skills, that can be learned. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. It's buying low, selling high. If you buy cheaper, better. And, with, and most importantly in business, it's about relationships. Do not focus on transactions. Transactions are people where they, they just want to make that sale and that sale only, and they do not care what happens in the process of making that sale. I think that is wrong. That is very short-term. Business is long-term proposition. It's about making relationships. So if you, do, if, if you have a customer, you want to continue to give them value and over-deliver your value to them. And when you do that, you will gain a respect and they become your fans for life. And there is no chance in the world they will go to their closer competitor or someone else who's cheaper because they trust you. And always give yourself always give yourself hundred percent to them and over deliver to them. And you know, that's not the times we stuff up in business, mm-hmm. you know, and be honest about it. Apologize, say, look, I've made a mistake, I stuff up, you know, I'm sorry. 
make it up and make it up quickly. Mm-hmm. Don't leave them uh, unhappy. I always believe whenever every customer comes through my door, I make sure they leave, they move out happy. They leave the shop happy, because now with so much competition around around us, there is so much competition around us that you know customers do not have to come to us, and we cannot be good anymore. We have to be great, and when they're great, when they leave, they have to be more than happy. And you got to consistently reinforce that. And in business, consistency is the most important. You know, you, you can't have a customer come to your shop today and, you know, you get great service and tomorrow they come in, you give terrible service. Because, if, you know, if then going to a business becomes like a lottery. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> so always be consistent. Consistent, you know, in service, in, in, uh, in your attitude, and always be willing to deliver a happy environment. And when they leave happy, they will tell their friends about it. You know, I've, uh, Chris, I've, I've seen the research. This is probably outdated by now that every customer who is unhappy, 96% of them will not tell you about it. Only 4% will mm. tell you about, you know, that, about their complaints. And this 4% will only decide whether to continue to work with you, if you depending on how you fix the problem. And see, the problem is 96% will not tell you. And most probably this 96% who are not happy with your work or your business, they will tell 10 of the other friends about it. And now with social media on the block, everyone in Facebook has approximately 130 friends. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell their friends on Facebook with a click of a button. And you will, and you will lose, instantly lose 130 customers or potential customers. So do not, make, do not have your customers leave your shop unhappy. So that's mm-hmm. very important. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you mentioned the importance of relationships, the importance of being and staying consistent in business. And you also said it's not enough to be great today. We're not enough, by far not enough to be average. You have to excel. You have to be excellent and deliver excellent products. Tell me, what are the three biggest strategies you use to grow your business? Well, I always ensure, look, that, you know, the number one way to grow a business is through word of mouth. You know, there might be marketing strategies out there. There might be Facebook, social media, newspaper, tel- you know, television. They are good, but they're not as powerful as the old-fashioned way of word of mouth. So as I said before, every customer that walks, through, walks out the door must be happy, and they must be overjoyed with what they receive. So that's number one. Always ensure your customer is, is happy, have great customer service, and always over-promise and over-deliver. This is one thing which I learned from Half Acre myself. Uh, you know, do not, people always say you're under-promise, over-deliver. The problem is when you're under-promise, people's not going to buy from you. So you, you won't even get a transaction mm-hmm. in the first place. So over-promise, and when, should, when, when you over-promise, make sure you over-deliver. You know, if, if it means by giving them a few gifts here and there. You know, people love surprises. And if you can give them some surprise gifts, that would anchor a positive experience with you. And all you got to do is anchor as many positive experiences. So whenever they're in a position where they want to, for example, they want to buy drugs, they'll think of me because I've given them so many positive experiences. They link me to positive experiences. And people always buy on emotion. So the better you can anchor them on positive emotions, you know, they're just going to buy, buy from you. And the last and most important, way, uh, important thing about businesses is to be always be honest and have integrity. If you're going to say something, you're going to do something, you do it. You, 
you know, if you tell a customer it's going to be delivered tomorrow, I'll have it delivered this afternoon. You know, I'll tell it tomorrow because most probably it's going to be here tomorrow. If I get it today, I'll deliver them today. Even if, if it means I've got to drive home at 9 o'clock after work, I'll deliver to their home. I'll do that. that that's, that's very important. So when you do tell customers, whatever it is, make sure you always over-deliver and always do it with integrity. And, you know, if, if you do stuff up, it's okay to tell customers, look, I stuffed up. And that mm-hmm. is so important. I mean, I can tell you about other strategies which we, which we use. Uh, for example, some marketing strategies we use, we call it five times it's yours. So any new customers that come through the door, I always have a follow-up system with them. It would be, you know, if I could get their home address, I'll send them a letter with a voucher in it. And say, look, you know, come back here, spend $5 on anything you want. You know, if that product is $5, you have it for free. I'll just, give, I'll just give it back to them. And after they spend the first $5, I'll give them a second $5 gift voucher. And after they send a, spend a second one, I'll give them a third one. And so it keeps on coming back again and again and again. And just make sure each time when they come back, you give consistency in great customer service. Mm-hmm. You know, you, do, you don't want them to come back the second time and you give terrible service because they're going to walk out and that's, that's the end of it. But if you give them five times great service, again, 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 and again, they will have a habit. They will form a habit. And that's what makes them drive past my 10 competitors just to come to me because I've formed a habit with them. And during that five transactions I had, it's all positive. Mm. So that's one of my strategies I use. Mm. Um, one of my prior um, podcasts was about seven common uh, online marketing mistakes most uh, newbies uh, make. And one of the mistakes out of these seven was uh, not having uh, or not following up, not having an upsell, not following up. So it's definitely crucial. Now, uh, Travi, both of us were involved in online marketing. Uh, we talked about you talked about three three strategies you used to grow your business. That is, the fourth one was um, the follow up. Uh, what about online marketing? What online marketing strategy works best for you? Because um, every time you surf the internet, you have people talking about it. you have to do article marketing. The net says. You have to go and chat in forums. The next one, do video marketing. What works best for you? Well, uh, for online marketing, I believe in always giving value. Again, it's back to giving value. And with online marketing, people make the mistake of, you know, after they follow up for one or twice, they start selling them. Don't do that. You know, people don't like receiving emails about sales all the time. You just got to keep giving them value again and again and again and when you're given enough just give a bit more and after you're given about probably six or seven times you ask for something and in return they will give they'll be more than happy to buy from you because they know and like and trust you which comes to the next part in online marketing the problem with people is they can't see you most of the time if they see a website they don't see you so all you got to do is to give them a video of you. That's why video is so powerful in, in uh, online marketing. So this is what I do. I do Google Hangouts regularly, and all I do is interact with my clients, or my prospective clients, and give them value. So if they can see you, they, they know you're there, they're a real physical person, then they tend to trust you, and they know who you are. The worst thing is to hide behind a screen, and they know who you are, because they, they, they don't know who they're buying from. 
So always be in front of a screen. I mean, I love podcasts like what Chris has done because you're you're a real person. You are doing it as a voice. You're just not a page because anyone can type a page. A kid can type a page. So you need to be real to people. And it comes back to basic buying. People buy when they know, they like you, and they trust you, they understand you, and they believe you. And when all that five happens, then it's up to timing. And, people, and that's something which you can't control, people's timing. But you can control the first five. So you just got to be out there in front of them all the time and establish yourself as, as authority. And how you do that, you basically give a lot of value. Mm. And mm. that's simple as that. Mm. <laughs> Tell me, um, I mean, you help a lot of people, a lot of business owners, and uh, we just discussed um, quickly prior to our call. You told me tomorrow you... You're helping a lot of business owners um, with uh, a few strategies. You're giving them advice, telling them a few shortcuts. Can you please tell us a case study of a client whom you help to achieve lasting business success? Well, look, I'll just give you a good example. Uh, one of my clients uh, is now my business partner. So he he had a little shop. It's about 50 to 60 square meters shop. So it's a very small shop, retail shop. And he's probably only got three car parks in front of him. And one day, this big giant retailer, big box, you know, bought over the car park. Uh, it's like a big empty lot next door to the, the business. And they're creating a 500 square meters retail shop, exactly the same business as my client. And they're going to have 40 car parks, 40 to 50 car parks in that new development. And before they... They finished building it. They came to my client and they said to him, look, I want to buy a business. So, you know, and my client said, all right, look, I'll, you know, if you want to buy and I know you're coming next door, so look, you know, I think my my business is valued, say, X dollars. But this competitor said to him, look, you know, I won't give you what you want. I'll give you 30% less because when I'm open up, you will be worth 50% less. So I'm giving you I'll give you a bit more now because you're going to be worth a lot less in about three months down the track. So, you know, and my client, you know, he was he was inexperienced. He said, look, you know, I'm not going to lose money in my business. So thank you very much for the offer. I'm not going to take it. And so what he did was I, I helped him to to put some strategies in place. And we know that because we're small, we haven't got the capability of buying as well as they do and selling as cheap as they do. So we just employ different strategies. And in the strategies, the result we had was we grew 20% every year. So 20% this year, next year we're 20% on top of last year, and the following year we're 20% on top of the previous year. So we're compounded growth of 20% every year. And now the business is growing so much that every customer in the area basically knows my, my client, and they don't know him by name. Purely, we did a few strategies. We basically, <clears throat> first thing we did was we had customer service. You know, the competitor is well known not to give any customer service. So we said, all right. But they always do tend to eliminate all the competitors. So what we did was we did, we over-delivered in customer service. And we had, we used the five times is your strategy, which I just mentioned earlier before. Mm-hmm. And we basically kept a different range of products from our competitors. So we still have the similar range, like the core ranges, as uh, the well-known products like the market leaders. We still keep that. And our promise to our customers is we always match the prices. So when they come over, you know, 
we'll tell them, look, you know, you can get this market leader. What we do is, how about this, our own generic brand, our own brand, which is still cheaper than the market leader that you're going to get. You see, the, re- the reason people shop with our competitor next door is because they won the lowest price. So to them, price was important. So what we, we gave them the lowest price, but it's just a generic product, which is exactly the same. And we guarantee them it's exactly the same. And we tell them, look, for whatever reason, if you don't like it, bring it back. I'll swap it over at no cost. Mm. And that's how we win customers over. And the most important in any business is to have lots of energy. You know, I, I see a lot of retailers where their staff is not interested in being there at all. So do not have uninterested staff working in a business. You know, they might be cheaper, they might have experience, but that's useless. At the end of the day, always hire on attitude. Mm. I always hire on attitude. I never hire on skill. So did someone might have HDs from university, might be just graduated. I actually don't give them a job. It's contrary because uh, the, the, the biggest problem I have is they might be really good in university, but they have no people skill. They can't relate to people. Mm. And what's business? Business is all about customers, about people. And if you cannot relate to customers, you can be the smartest person in the world, but you can't communicate. It's, it's useless. Mm. Mm. Your knowledge would die with you. Well, look, um, I, I, I agree with you because I have, uh, I have two university degrees and um, I started in the corporate world. And what, what basically happens with university, most of them, and I include myself too, except the last uh, few years, that um, they're just producing uh, corporate babies, okay? Um, and uh, that's a problem. That's a problem. They're not producing entrepreneurs. They're not um, talking about the entrepreneurial mindset. And just think about it. Most of the professors haven't been, uh, have not been outside, have not run a company, have not started their own businesses. And, yeah, they basically produce corporate babies. And, um, that's exactly right. You know? we, you, we definitely have a to... problem with that in our society. Yeah, and if you want to learn from someone, learn from someone who's done it before. You know, if if I want to learn how to make a million bucks, I'll learn someone who makes ten million dollars. Yeah, then at least I have a chance of making a million dollars. That's you like know. street smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's everything is about experience. You know, if you know the reason I've I'm able I'll be here talking to you guys and teaching people because I've made more mistakes than most people have, and I teach them what mistakes not to make, and that's the value of. You know, be having a mentor or a coach. Mm. You see, I, looking at my, my, my past history in business, you know, if I, I, I've lost over a million dollars and, you know, together with my other partners. And if I'd known that, I would gladly pay someone a million dollars to learn not, how not to lose that money because I've lost <laughs> more than that. <laughs> so, you know, so I'll take it as an investment because that was short in the time. And I believe time is the most precious commodity anyone has. You know, uh, because it's not a non-renewable resource. All of us have time, but some of us, unfortunately, we give it away too easily. Mm. And you know, t- and time is something you can't buy back. And I want, as also one thing, I want to sincerely thank all the listeners who's listening to this, uh, to Chris and I. I want to thank you for your time here because the fact that you're taking time out of your life to listen to us, what we have got to say, I honor you because you are you are a true learner. And and I hope what we said today has at least given you some value. And if you want to you know, learn more, I'm sure Chris is a great teacher. 
find a mentor. Chris is great. I mean, I'll look at what she's done. She's phenomenal. And she taught me many things as well. And I want to thank you, Chris. You know, I've learned so much from you. You know, your personality, you have so much energy, you have so much to give, and and you want to make the world a better place. And so, well done, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, this is just a station identification. My name is Chris Rock, your Strength in Business host, and my amazing guest today is Trevi Lim from Australia. Trevi is a businessman, pharmacist, entrepreneur, philanthropist, coach, mentor, author, and speaker. He went from working over 80 hours a week as an employee to now an owner over $15 million businesses in less than seven years. But here's the thing. Travis started his journey seven years ago with nothing and worked over 80 hours a week, held 15 jobs in one year alone. He's the founder and CEO of BusinessRescue.com. He specializes in turning businesses around and grow companies to the next level. Travis is a passionate mentor and teacher who wants to show people how to achieve financial freedom through their business. Connect with Travi at BusinessRescue.com. I will include the web address in the description of this podcast, and I'll also put it on my webpage at strengthinbusiness.com. You can check out the interview tab. We have uh, some other um, interviews with experts, business experts, and marketing experts, so you can come back to it anytime. Make sure you visit businessrescue.com, drop Travi an email, or simply register for a coaching session and learn how you too can improve your current strategies in order to boost yourself and lift your business to the next level. Trevi, tell me, what other programs do you offer? Do you do workshops, do you do seminars, or can, can people register for webinars, especially because uh, we have listeners from all around the world. Uh, six continents are listening to this podcast, and, uh, well, not everybody is you know, from <laughs> Australia. Um, what other programs do you offer? How can they reach you? Look, I've, I've got three different programs. Uh, I have the do-it-yourself program. We basically have a website, a membership site, where I give you my strategies or what I've learned over the years in terms of productivity, uh, financial strategies, uh, business strategies, marketing strategies, sales strategies. I've got them in my website. It's for people who like to do it themselves, who like to learn it themselves at their own pace. And I update it regularly as I get more strategies. I update it regularly. It's currently at $49 a month. I think that it's a bargain. If you can implement one strategy, that will make you much more than the $49 you paid for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a seminar coming up probably in uh, early next year. And it will be called Ticket to Freedom. And basically, I'll be teaching people that black ops strategies I've been using in my business, basically for uh, small business owners, how to beat big guys. And... The unusual strategies that you never hear of. <laughs> that is what I've used, utilized in my business. It's a secret. I'm now teaching people how to use it. Uh, you know, and I've also got a, that's, I call it the, the done with you process. You know, together with that, you get my mentoring and my coaching, and I'll help you hold your hands through your business difficulties. And I've got a done for you model. Uh, I don't do that very much anymore where I go in and turn around your business. Uh, because purely my, I haven't got much time. I, I'd like rather spend the time with my family. That's why I created the do-it-yourself and the done-with-you courses, just to help people you know, get as much value out as possible. And a lot of people ask me, why am I giving my secrets away? Well, guys, 
I believe small business owners are the key to any economy. I mean, as as well we know, the economy now we have is not doing very well, and you know the government is not doing very much either. They, they, you know, they, they probably give they throw a whole lot of money out into the economy. Uh, they print more money. It doesn't help the economy in the long term. And I believe small business owners such as you and, you know, as Chris and I, we're all small business owners. We are the key to any economy because for every time we are successful, we employ someone else, we are helping this person put food on the table. It means their kids will have a safe shelter over their head. And I believe all of us has a vision and a mission and a purpose in life. It's just that we're all so busy making ends meet. We're working in our business, working on our business. We're just so busy making our ends meet that we forget we have a bigger purpose in on this earth. Mm-hmm. So my mission in life is to help as many business uh, owners achieve financial freedom. And when they achieve financial freedom, they will be able to find a purpose in life and a mission and they'll be able to do what they love most. And that's most, most likely help a lot of other people. And when I can help as many business owners do that, achieve financial freedom, that will be my legacy because they'll be helping much more people than I can ever help by myself. And when they find fulfillment and purpose in their life and they find joy because they're in line with their purpose, that will be my true gift to them. So, you know, that is my purpose in life and I believe everyone should be in business uh, purely because, you know, that itself, we can help so many people once we become successful. And unfortunately, being an employee, uh, you, 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 there's very low chance you can re- uh, get financial freedom because you haven't got a leverage. Mm. So, yeah, that's what I believe. And uh, one of my biggest vision uh, I have myself uh, is to help the orphanages around the world. You know, I've, uh, Can I tell you a quick story, Chris? Is that yes, all right? Yes, go ahead, please. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, I've, uh, I have a friend, but his name is Rick. He was walking down the street one day and he heard some noises coming out of a trash can of a rubbish bin. So out of curiosity, he just go on and look at what's in the trash can and what's making a noise. And in the trash can, he saw a little boy, a toddler, not more than two years old. You know, he, had, he was feeding off the remains of what looked like a fish from a garbage bin. And he had worms coming out from the nose and ears. And despite the little toddler's plight, uh, that child gave Rick a gorgeous smile. You know, life is very simple for this child. This child, either he ate or he died. So life was very simple. But Rick had compassion for him. He said, look, you know, I've got to bring this child back. But the problem Rick had was he had, it would cost him an extra $2 a day to shelter this child. And see, Rick runs the orphanage in Manila. And he's, he has 28 kids living under his roof. And he's, he's running at a deficit of 40000 a year. So... If he doesn't get enough donations for that year, the chances of all these 28 kids will be out on the street. <laughs> and guys, you know, from where we are living at the moment, uh, in Australia, in the United States, in Germany, we don't get to have to make that kind of decision. We don't have to decide whether our decisions would, make, would let this child live or die. Mm-hmm. You know, chances are Rick could have just left this child there, and chances are someone might come and pick him up. And, you know, he might be sold to sex slavery forever or he sold to some sort of uh, tr- slave trade mm. or he might just simply die there. You know, we don't have to make this decision. See, my vision is to be able to teach my internet marketing skills to these kids so these kids can make 
some decent money online. And one day, I'm, my vision is so they can hope to fund this deficit for Rick himself. So Rick doesn't have to wait for the next 40000 coming through his door. And, uh, and once I can get this model successful in one orphanage, I'm going to replicate it all over the world. See, that is my vision. And by doing that, I know I can help many kids when one day they can become the true leaders of this world. And when they do that, as I said, that will be my legacy. And that would, you know, that would just, my life would just be so full, whether I'm here or not. Uh, so, and it was this vision which I shared on stage that uh, Blair Singer, uh, he's, a, he's a rich advisor from uh, Robert Kiyosaki's books, you know, that he, he, this vision touched him and he's decided to partner me up with me to help out the kids in Tanzania in Africa. And so we're doing the same model in Tanzania. So, you know, it might be slow initially, but I know it's not a matter of if we become successful, it's a matter of when, because we are going to persevere and do whatever it takes to make this happen. You know, so business owners out there, I want to encourage you to to find to achieve financial freedom because one day you will have you will find fulfillment in life when you help many, many, many people. And it's just not only your family because, you know, it's great we can help our family. Uh, but w what I want you to do is find your bigger purpose in life and be aligned towards it and do that. And when you do that, you, your life will be filled with so much joy and so much fulfillment. And, you know, when you do find that, I'll, I'll say, look, that, is, that will be my gift to you. Hmm. I think, I think that's, that's crucial. Um, it's that stage of contribution. I mean, all of us, we know the, the muscle of... Um, triangle and if you just stick to food putting food on your table where well, that's the kind of life you're going to lead but if you wake up in the morning and say well i really want to do something different i really want to help other people and therefore i will become financially free because with financial freedom i have the resources because money puts a lot of things on the table it's not praying and i i haven't seen uh, built a shelter just from prayer Prayer is beautiful, but you still need the money to do it. And um, we can, I can just encourage, just like you, everybody to step out, to find their mission in life and go for it because um, it's going to be more fun to wake up in the morning and not just think about uh, how am I going to pay my bills because I don't think that's fascinating to wake up in the morning and uh, say, well, <laughs> One more day with this corporate, and then I can pay my bill, or I can take a two-week vacation. If that's your life, and that's what you want from your life, okay, beautiful. We're not here to judge. But if you really want to make more out of the, your life, step out. There's, there's nothing to fear, right? Exactly right. And we only got one chance in life, you know. I believe we only got one chance in life, so I'm going to make this one count. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, you might wake up one day and say, look, you know, what am I going to do to make my life count? And do whatever it takes. Follow your dream. Follow your passion. And you will mm -hmm. find your purpose one day. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you will help many, 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 many people. Mm. It's like one of our, we have a common mentor that's T. Harvecker, And I, I will never forget what he says because he basically says, guys, if it doesn't kill you, do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just don't whine around. Think about it. If it doesn't kill you, get out and do it. Okay. Yes, exactly. Um, right. Exactly right. Trevi, tell me. I mean, 
so many things happened um, all along this time during during the last years. If you were to start all over again, what would you do differently? If I were to start all over again, I would just go out there, find a mentor. You know, guys, the biggest problem we have is the little voice in our head that says, ah, oh, you know, that won't work, this won't work. Go out there, find someone who's successful, ask them, can you please help me to be successful? If you need to, pay them for it so you can cut short the amount of years you have, to, the pain you're going to go through. You know, you, you know, I believe pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. You don't suffer in pain. Just find someone who has done it before, ask them what's the secret, pay for, the, pay for it if you need to, and then do it. And, you know, then, and the next thing I would do in, in my life is to, to find, to take some time out and find what you want to do in life. You know, most people I find that they're, they're stuck in the job they have or in the business they have purely because they didn't design it. They live their life by default. You know, because what this is what happened. This is what the dad give, that gave the job to them or the dad gave this business to them. That's what they're doing it. And they find the whole, they're living the whole life uninspired. So what I need to do is, I, I would have done many years ago if I had done it, was to take maybe a day or two days out of my life and just sit there and think, what do I really like to, to do for my life? And when you find that, you will find a job you will love or a business you will love and, and you will not labor in it anymore because life will be fun for you. So have a fun life, guys. That's what I would do. Okay. So what's the one piece of advice? I mean, we talked about people who, who study in, in college and then most of them go to corporates, to banks, uh, institutions, whatever it is. But what's the one piece of advice you'd give to a newbie business expert, even for somebody who just finished college and who decides to start his own business? What's the one thing you'd advise? Uh, don't start a business you do not know. <laughs> you know, business, if you start a business you do not know, you're going to have a lot of lessons. <laughs> if I were you, you know, if you want to start a business, I would say go and learn from someone else who's done it. Even go be an employee there. And even recommend work for free. You know, I, I will go back again anytime I say, look, I want, I want to know this business. Would you employ me? I'll work for free, gladly. You know, as long as you, you can find another job or whatever it is, just get paid minimal so you can, your days can, you, you can pay your bills. But you want to learn a business you know. And the most important thing is to not dabble in four or five different businesses. Mm-hmm. Do one well, do it properly. And when you do that really well, you can multiply that 10 times over, 15 times over, 20 times over. You know, Malcolm Gladwell in his book, uh, The Outliers, he says about the 10,000 hours. You know, in, in any trade or any specialty we have, he says we need to spend at least 10,000 hours on one skill. Then we become masters at it. So, you know, if you think you're going to just know a business after spending, you know, a weekend on a workshop or a week, forget it. You take you at least 10,000 hours, which is at least three or four years of regular hard work before you become a master. It. And just focus on it. You know, focus is by far the most important uh, attitude and strategy you can ever have. So, you know, just focus on one thing, do that really well, and then you become a master. It. When you become a master, money will become pouring at you. So it's kind of like leave that shiny object syndrome and pick one, stick to it, uh, do your 10,000 hours, become a master, and as soon as you master that one, nobody says you can't go and check the other one yeah? and become a master in the second field, but don't start with five things. 
Is it basically what you're saying? Yeah, exactly right. Do not do five things all at once. You won't mm-hmm. have to focus, you get distracted, and all will come apart. So don't do that. Mm-hmm. Well, once you become a master, you can go, go learn another skill. That's fine. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But you've got to make money out of one first before you go try the other one. And most people go around in, you know, from seminars to seminars, learning stock trading, real estate property, internet marketing, you know, eBay. They, they just do everything and, and they become master of none, really. And they're sad. Mm. <sighs> Trevi, tell me, who are you most grateful and thankful for in your business life? Because we talked about coach, mentors, the importance <laughs> of it, but who are you most grateful and thankful for? Look, the... The person I'm most grateful for and most thankful for, or there's a few people actually. The most person, the person I'm most grateful for and thankful for is the person who fired me, because when they fired me from my job, <laughs> I I learned I had to get better, and I'm very thankful for that. Because if they didn't fire me, I'd probably be still doing what I was doing, and I wouldn't do anything different. So I want to thank them who fired me, and I also want to thank those people which I fired, <laughs> because okay. if I still had a, if I had them in my business my business will not be prospering. So, you know, I have to thank those people which are the fire because, you know, if, if they're still in my business, if I didn't do it, unfortunately, my business will not grow. So I'm thankful people who fire me and I'm thankful for the people I had to fire. Yeah. Very nice way to, to put it, but um, I think those are absolutely cutting-edge experiences, both of them, being uh, on on both sides, being able to fire people and also being on the other side, being uh, fired. Um, I, I remember, um, yeah, listening to one of the Infusionsoft guys. Uh, his name is Dan Rolf, and I remember he asked the question, "Guys, why did you become an entrepreneur?" And uh, everybody was just laughing. Nobody really wanted to answer the question. And then he said, finally. Come on, you became an entrepreneur to fire people, <laughs> and uh, that that was quite quite funny. <laughs> Look, I, I I I don't like firing people to be honest. You know, I, I think it's probably one of the hardest jobs any entrepreneur's mm. got to do. But sometimes you got to do what you do. I mean, I, the way I see it, if I unfortunately if one person is is not doing right by the business, and if you do not fire them, what will happen is you will lose the business and. 10 other people will lose their jobs, and these mm. 10 other people will not be able to put food on the table. Mm. Mm. So, you know, if you've got to do one hard thing, so be it. And unfortunately, when, when, you, when you had to fire the person, it always gives them a good reason why mm. is that so. They might not see an eye to an eye, but you tell them where they went wrong and serve them and give them value. Say, look, you know, the reason I fired because of this, you couldn't do this. I've given you lots of opportunity to, to, to get better, but you, can't, but you didn't. And mm. unfortunately, you had to go, and I would recommend you to find ways to rectify that so that that will not happen to you again in the future. Mm. So that's always give them value. And, that, that, yeah. That's a crucial yeah. point, really. When you fire people, tell them why you did so. Because I remember back in, in my corporate career, um, it, it was really not a nice day. A CEO coming up and just naming 80 people who were fired uh, they had to clean their desk within uh, five to ten minutes, and none of them was told why they were fired. So uh, that's important. Um, yeah, treat these people. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and treat them with respect. And if you tell them why why they were fired, they can fix that problem. And it's it's a mistake they made. They can learn from the mistakes, and one day they can be successful as well. 
And they, one day they were they were thanking for it. Like what I'm doing, I thank my the people who fired me because I I know what I did wrong and I can improve on that. Mm-hmm. And always treat them with respect because they are people after all. And you know, and and one day this, if you can serve them now, they will become successful one day. Mm-hmm. And if you give them you know opportunity against after opportunity, sometimes people do need that. People do need that wake up call. Okay. 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 Uh, we're on the same light and length when it comes to that. Um, probably you, you mentioned Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, is that your favorite book, or do you have another favorite book? And, um, yeah, please tell me which one is your favorite book and why. Look, the, the, re- the reason I, I say Robert Kiyosaki's book is my favorite book because it absolutely changed my life. And he has for many other people as well. I've, I've met a lot of people who spoke about that book highly. And I will highly recommend that book for for anyone to read it because it's simple to read, it's fun to read, and it's funny. Mm. Uh, look, if I say another book that would change my life, uh, I would say uh, is, is the Bible. It's, 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 it's given me principles in, of, of how to live life. And I, 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 I'll, I'll be honest, I, I'm not a person who reads the Bible regularly, uh, but I know through the back in the years which I read it when I was a child, it has given me lessons in life which I still look back today and I want to apply it daily. And, you know, that's that's one of my favorite books, you know. Uh, my my vision one day is to be able to teach people uh, business based on the principles of the Bible. And I think that would be awesome. I think the Bible has, has taught many people the important principles in, in, in business. No, I, I believe Bible is, is the best book ever because it, it changes many people's lives. It's the biggest number of uh, the biggest number of books in print is the Bible. It's, it's in print in most number of different languages. So that's what I, I believe is one of my favorite, favorite books. And it's got many inspiring stories, uh, you know, about Daniel in, in the Lion Den. You know, David and Goliath. I always believe in business. You know, our small business owners is like David and Goliath. And it's, it's, you know, we, we small business can win as well. And I think that itself is inspiring for, for me, that a small business can become successful. Travi, <laughs> hmm. one last question. If people want to find out more about you and connect with you, where should they go? Look, uh, if you want to find out more about me and connect with me, go, go to businessrescue.com. Uh, if you, yeah, and if you want to join my weekly or regular uh, business consulting uh, session, which I give free business consults to people. Uh, you can go to businessrescue.com forward slash hangout. It's H-A-N-G-O-U-T. Uh, you can you can register and join my consulting session where you can join me live and you can ask me any questions you want. And we'll be all on video. You can see me. I can see you. And you can ask me questions. And if I can't help you, I'll say, look, I can't help you or I'll find out the answers for you. And for those of you who want to find out more about my work with Blair and the orphanages, if you want to find out, you can go to businessrescue.com forward slash gratitude uh, and you can find out more about what we do and you can find out in our opt-in form there where we will, we will keep you up to date what we're doing with the orphanages. At this stage, uh, what we're doing, we're gathering iPhones, uh, old iPhones that people want to discard. Uh, we, we're taking them over to Tanzania to... Uh, give these kids a chance to record their daily lives and their daily moments. You know, one thing which I learned from the orphans, 
you know, regardless of what very little they have, they have so much to give back to us because they have gratitude in their heart. Mm-hmm. And the website I'm going to create is all about uh, gratitude in giving. So these authors will teach us what they're grateful for every day. And if we can learn 10% from them, I believe this world will be a great, it will be a better place. Just give you an example. Uh, one of the orphans, uh, when she was young, uh, her parents were hacked to death with an axe right in their very eyes while the parents were shooting, were protecting them from being killed. And the parents were told, you know, hold on to the murderers and say, look, you know, go, go, my, go, my daughter, run before these guys get to you. And the parents were literally murdered in front of them. And many years later, this particular girl, uh, one of my business partner, asked her, you know, she says, you know, look, I don't blame those guys who murdered my parents. I know they did something really bad. I forgive them. But I'm grateful now that I'm in this orphanage. I've got a family around me. I'm grateful for my life I've got now. See, for someone to be able to forgive the murderers who murdered the parents and yet be grateful for what they have, that is something we can learn from. Mm. And that is why I have this, you know, I, I have this passion to help these orphans because they, they're so grateful for what they have. And we, in a first world country, as we call it, we, we, our problems, our daily problems, when, once we see what kind of gratitude they have, our daily problems become so small and so minuscule that you know, if we can be grateful for what we have, you know, we have 100 times and 10,000 times much more than what these little kids have. And so I just want to you know, leave with you guys. If you guys want to, the best way to start every morning is to start with gratitude. Be thankful for what you've got and the whole day will be better. Your customers will realize what a, you know, what a better person you are and, and your family members will want to be around you because you're grateful for what you have and thankful for it. Thank you very much, Trevi. Great words. Touched me very, very deeply. Once again, this is Chris Rock from Strength in Business talking to Trevi Lim from Australia. Thanks for being my guest today, Trevi, and thank you for your time. You're welcome, Chris. It's my pleasure being here. And I I want to thank all the listeners. Thank you so much for listening and, and taking the time to learn a little bit what we have got to share with you. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your story and mission with us. Thanks for all your valuable business insights and tips. I appreciate it very much. Hey, everybody. Chris Rock here from Strength in Business. We have a great guest on our show today, Trevi Lim, owner of over 15 multimillion-dollar businesses, CEO and founder of Business Rescue. Find out more about Trevi by visiting his website at businessrescue.com. Thanks for listening to our Strength in Business podcast. Hope to hear from you soon. Let's connect on Twitter at Chris Rock or Facebook at Strength in Business. Happy marketing, and remember to always play to your strengths.